Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, podcast family, Earth family. What a privilege and an honor to be with you again today. I am speaking to you live from Guatemala, San Marcos. Um, this is why I have not been releasing as many podcasts because I've been traveling around Guatemala. Um, I was hoping to release this episode a lot sooner to let you know about it. So, um, But if you've been following me on social media, you know that I am in Guatemala for the Mayan Heart Festival. And uh, we have an amazing episode for you today. We have my friend Amar. Maya and uh, Mayan elder uh, Carlos Barrios. So we entitled this one Ancient Mayan Wisdom, Prophecy, Tikal, and the Mayan Heart Festival, which will be coming up. So in this episode, um, Carlos being a Mayan elder has an incredible story, um, very similar to David Lombert Senapass in many ways. Um, and actually, I was in Antigua where he lives and I got to visit him and do dinner and spend the, uh, the night with him essentially in Antigua learning and having mind-blowing conversations um, just a few days ago. So in this podcast, we talk about the history of Tikal, the four most important cities to the Mayan people, uh, the powerful energy, uh, the temples, uh, the 5,200 temple, pe- temples in Tikal estimated by the elders, um, why the Mayans believe we have over 20 senses, not just five, uh, the importance of this fire ceremony that's going to be happening on the solstice in to call and um, we talk about the Mayan people we talk about uh, the council of the elders when I spoke with um, Carlos he went to more in depth about this council of elders gathering that he had I think it was in 95 um, and or 2005 and it like it they're just mind-blowing stories so well we talk about the fire ceremony what's going to be going on there some Mayan wisdom um, and some and Carlos is just kind of mind-blowing story. So um, I'm editing this in a hostel, so I hope that the sound is okay. And uh, I will be, you know, pretty busy next week. But after Christmas, we'll be back on track with releasing a lot more episodes. So such a privilege and an honor to uh, have you guys listening. Um, I have an absolutely mind-blowing story in Guatemala that I'll be sharing. Um, Basically, had a gun pointed at my head, um, and I'll go into depth about that in an article, and I'll probably talk about it uh, in the podcast, uh, whatever. It's not an uncommon thing, um, but uh, it's a pretty interesting story to have. But I got a, I got out okay, and uh, I'm grateful for my life, and that it was all that it was all good. But it's going to be a fascinating story. So if you uh, read my blog at mattbelair.com or check out on Facebook, I'm going to write an in-depth story because I definitely learned a lot from that experience um, on many levels. So thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Apple iTunes has been super weird lately. They've been dropping reviews. They've been uh, my show doesn't come up on on suggested. I went from like being ranked number one to like can't even find me anymore, and they won't give me a straight answer. So if you do enjoy the podcast and you want to help, take a screenshot of episodes and share them on uh, Instagram and tag me. Let me know what you liked. Um, share them on Facebook. Please leave a review on iTunes. It helps so much. Um, um, 
thank you so much to IC44 Daily who left this one. It says, uh, this dude is the truth. I've been listening to this podcast for over a year or so. Without a doubt, favorite podcast ever. After roughly 100 episodes later, and it's still fresh with new topics and overflowing with such profound and groundbreaking knowledge. I respect Matt and all of his guests who take the time to make this happen. With this podcast and also reading Matt's book, Zen Athlete, I've been able to make better sense of the big picture. Uh, Not perfect, but better. I mean, for little to no cost, this dude is leaking all the secret cheat codes to this game we call Earth School. I'm being 100% authentic when I say this dude is the truth. Don't sleep on this. All love. So thank you so much for leaving that review. It really helps. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate the kind words. Um, And then also Patreon's epic if you want to help me out there. Um, You know, just go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair. And uh, Lewis, I think it's Mashy. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Thomas Worm and Yarza Win. Thank you guys so much for hooking it up. All my patrons. Uh, it really helps when I'm trying to figure out how do I travel to these places to meet with these elders, to do these things, to try to figure out what the hell is going on here um, and bring these people to you and also uh, live my life. So supporting is super, super helpful um, because I basically do it on on faith and fumes most of the time. And uh, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that that will change in the uh, future. But it's just such gratitude for everybody out there supporting the show show um if you go to mattbelair.com sign up for the email list you can get a free lucid dreaming if you go forward slash lucid dreaming um always help out my boy david lone bear Senapass. been uh, uh talking about him non-stop truly amazing we're looking at f- funding the resonator we only need 10 grand to make a concept for a resonator apparently a four foot tall one will power your house um so i feel like we should check that out um and i think he's legit enough if you listen to the podcast and and all that and he's you know he's put balloons in the space and he's built other technology that works so i can't see why this wouldn't um so that's all we need so if you know any benevolent investors or people with a few bucks even 10 homies with a thousand bucks that have a little bit extra that you know we just need help so that would be great if if you want to help out please help um so that's it i'm going to keep i'm going to stop yammering because i think that's a lot um i'm i'm in travel mode right now so i'm not in like podcast mode really so i don't know how this is coming off Uh, hopefully clear and not too too uh rambly which i'm rambling even more right now so anyway i have deep gratitude for you more podcasts are coming i'm in guatemala you can follow the stories on um, instagram the mayan heart festival is coming up so tons of love and of appreciation so let's get into this episode but before we do let's come into a state of peace and coherence and all we need to do to do that is just taking a deep breath in through our nose hold that breath set the intention to come to total peace and coherence And let that breath out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have an incredible day and enjoy this amazing podcast with Carlos Barrios and Amaya. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. Today, we have two very special guests for you. Our first guest, Carlos Barrios, is an Aki Maya born in Guatemala. He coordinated the Spiritual Points of Humanity for Central America and coordinated the Water Project for Central America with UNESCO. The grandfathers have given him the mission to share the prophecies of the Maya and the rest of the world. He is also the writer of the Book of Destiny. Our second guest, Amaya, is a mystic traveling ambassador of wisdom and creator of the Atlantean magnetic balancing guided self-healing technique as described in ancient text and the Atlantean Academy workshops. 
We are here today to talk about the Mayan Heart Festival and the incredible event coming up in Guatemala. Welcome to the show, Carlos and Amaya. Hello. Thank you, Matt. It's an it's honor to be here with you and to have Carlos. Uh, we just recently met and uh, I have had his book for many years. Uh, so honored to have him as one of our uh, main uh, speakers for the Mayan Heart Festival. And uh, as I myself, even in the last couple of months, have been learning so many secrets that are literally mind-blowing on the Mayans and their true knowledge and wisdom, you know, and it seems like uh, I got the mission to do this event in March, and since that moment when I accepted that mission, all these wisdom that I had never heard before has suddenly been unlocked, you know, and Carlos today is going to tell us a little, you know, some incredible, beautiful uh, secrets, and I'll share with you guys some of the amazing things I've found out, and uh, it's just, it's so beautiful, and I think people are finally ready to really hear and listen to the beautiful teachings of the Mayans and how it's going to assist our planet right in that moment, you know, when everything seems lost, you know, and it's like, it's not, you know, it's like, it's just, it's at the grasp of our hands to, to make it happen, you know? So I want to introduce Carlos to everybody and have him tell us a little bit about uh, some of his stories. Hola, Carlos. Hi. Hola. Uh, hi. hi. Uh, for me, it's an honor to be here. It's a pleasure and uh, it's part of my my eldest mission to, to share the Mayan wisdom, the Mayan techniques. So we are very happy to, to do that. And, and of course, we are excited to go to the festival in, in December in Chicago. So, okay. Thank Carlos, you. can you tell us, tell us a little bit about Tikal, you know, because uh, I myself, I, I consider myself a regular person, you know, that in the last 10 years have, has had an awakening. But before then, I was totally normal. You know, I, I, I had a TV in front of my bed and, you know, <laughs> was always yeah. trying to do the, the diet things from TV and all that stuff. And, uh, and now I'm in, a, in this accelerated awakening state, which is in just absolutely amazing. And, uh, and I'm myself just learning a lot of these things and very curious also to find out about this process of the festival, the way it happened. I want to ask you some questions about that. Uh, but mainly, I think, you know, tell us a little bit about Tikal because we kind of know what, you know, National Geographic says, but what is the real story with Tikal, you know? Okay. Um, okay, this is uh, a little complicated because, uh, you know, the vision of uh, archaeologists and history people, they don't give us the, the real uh, 
transcendence from, from the indigenous people and essential. I can talk about Mayan. Uh, Tikal was founded according to the sacred uh, holy book of the Mayans. There are many books that, that doesn't, they are not open to, to share with humanity, but they're talking about, and according to the oral tradition, Tikal is more older, like they say. Uh, we can see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for example, the, the temple of the Jaguar uh, projected the, in the solstice, uh, the shadow, uh, and, and it's moved around 10 centimeters. According to the calculation of uh, on um, archaeologists, that's meaning that uh, the, this desviation is around 20,000 years ago. Wow, we are talking about a we are talking about a very old culture. Um, maybe one of the most important. That's not meaning that Incas or Aztecas. There is a big culture, but uh, they don't know the, the the people the people who study Mayan. They don't know too many about what's the Mayan history. Tikal. It's a very important center because uh, they constructed the, the pyramids and of course the ceremonial temples. That's that the 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 cities the was ceremonial centers. There's not archaeological centers like they call now. And and in this place, in the central plaza of Tikal, they are convergence of the of the energies of the cosmos and the telluric energy. That's create a very incredible uh, position for to grow, to develop his, our potential. In the top of the, of the pyramid, they have a big roots and a big ones. When the day sun and they vibrate it, affecting our body and create, we can grow uh, to, to activate our different senses. <clears throat> in the Western culture, we just uh, learn about five, five senses, but they are 20. And we can mention some of them, for example, the intuition, the vision, the communication of, uh, like we call telepathia. Uh, the the, we can move objects and we can see into the deeper of the, of the cosmos. That's some of the senses. We can cross the different the interdimensional gators to another dimension. They are 400 dimensions to the left hand and 400 to the right hand, Pashi and Kayala. That's the name of these places. And when we talk about 400, it's for, for us, for the thousands. They are not a, a really a, a, a exactly quantity. There are thousands of uh, dimensions. In these dimensions exist uh, the wisdom ones, the original beings, who they came, uh, was born into the beginning of the creation. That's, we are talking about uh, 4,000 billion years ago. So these beings, they are the wisdom ones, and many people confuse uh, these beings, these uh, master beings, with, uh, the, with the extra, what do you say? Extraterrestrial? For the Mayan tradition, exist uh, different humanities. 
And Tikal is one of the oldest places, like Teotihuacan and Tikal. Uh, there is both this created by Mayan people, the same like Tula in, in, in Mexico, the same like La Venta, and of course of the Chichen, uh, uh, the other cities in the, in the, in the area, and the lowland that, that they call. Uh, my elders, they say like Artical was the center of the universe. Wow. If you if you if you measure, uh, si, si, si or if you measure, uh, Alaska a Tierra del Fuego, from Alaska uh, to the the corner tip of Argentina, uh, the, the exactly center is Tikal. The exact okay. center is Tikal. Wow. Of, the con of the continent, not of the world. Of, of the, the continent, continent of Americas, and the Americas. We are talking that, about wow, the, the energy converged in this place. So the wow. first, the first grandfathers, like uh, who, who in the sacred book of the uh, Mayan people, the Popol Book, who is one of the most uh, ancient uh, books from the for the humanity, like uh, the same age, and this and the same. Uh, they transmit us the, the truth of the beginning. And we are talking for thousands of thousands of years ago. Yeah. And, and this book talking about the, the couple of, uh, of grandfathers and the grandfather, uh, grandmother, Ishmukane and Ishpiakok, who they give the assessoria, the advice to the, to the creator and formator to how is the way to create humanities, the, the four different humanities well, that they create. So they, they use the holy beans of the, of the tree of Sidea and, and the corn, and they make the adivination, what is the best way? So because in the, during this time, there are two and three humanities was destroyed because they don't take attention to the self. They are in the ego, they are. They don't remember. They can connected, be connected with the with the cosmos, with the heart of the of the sky, of the cosmos, and uh, and they beginning to to produce the new being. We are the new humanity, and they create us. So according to this tradition, uh, that's beginning thousands of years ago. But most important is uh, uh, the last glaciation when Tikal was created is the glaciation Gurm 4. And uh, we are living in, in the last glaciation, in this glaciation. But the, the period when the cold and we can recover the, the, the green area of the, of the world, we live in this moment. And that's happened 14,000 years ago. And, and they beginning, that's the, the end of the call time. But there are another period, so this 6,000 years ago, that this is the moment when they create the car. So this is the importance. This is amazing. They, they send people to the north to create Teotihuacan. They send people to, to the south, and they go to live in the... In the, in the Sierra Nevada, Santa Marta, and in, in, in Colombia, and they send people to the continent, but here they create, and, and there are four very important cities. 
According to the tradition, the most important cities in the Mayan world was uh, Chichen, Palenque, Tikal. But Cancun, who is very important too, but the Mirador and all these cities. That the, uh, in the new this, this, uh, tools that they have uh, with uh, infrared rays, they can see the construction in, into, the, into the vegetation. Vegetation. Um, they, construction they, into the jungle. Yeah. Now they, they can see, the, the science people, they can see that just in, in the area of the 10, they live 10 million people. This yeah. is uh, the half of the population who all the, all, all the Guatemala have at this moment. When, and uh, they have a very development uh, architecture. Uh, you remember the Mayans, they are the, considered the most uh, amazing astrologists uh, of, the, of, the, of all the humanity. Of course, now with these uh, telescopes, uh, the, the Western civilization find the, the, the great to be a big cosmologist people. But uh, the astronomist of the Mayan people was amazing. They create in Tikal their representation, and close to Tikal, Huachachtun, who is the first cosmical observatory, is 20 kilometers from Tikal. We can see uh, the equinox and the solstice uh, in, in, into the, in, in three different uh, in three different pyramids. We can. What, what, during these days, we can go because in the, in the last years ago, we are talking about 15 years ago, uh, exists a map, un relieve, como se diga? Yeah, like uh, uh, a contoured map, you know, like that you can feel, you can see the ups and downs of the map. Okay, uh, one astronomist of uh, Australia, they went to, to Huachachtun and they, he take a picture in, in these days. And uh, he, he think it's the moon or Mars or some of these planets, but he never finds something and he forget. When the first uh, photographs from the dark side of the moon came from the, the Soviet uh, um, ships, uh, they beginning to see, and he make a comparison, and in and eighty seven percent was exactly a, a map of the moon. What what this map is doing in 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 Wachakun. Oh, a map of the back of the moon. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's that the people are completely crazy, and he begin to do a distribution, but in a moment he stop and he don't say nothing more. No. Uh, for any reason, and, and he never give more in, interviews, whatever. Something rare happened. Hmm. But I have a friend who has the picture of the mural, because the mural doesn't exist anymore. Was destroyed for the archaeologists of Pennsylvania, or they oh. thought, I don't, we don't know. They are a conspiration to don't teach us like Mayan people or the ancient cultures like Babylonics, like Egyptians, like uh, uh, Hindu people, was uh, more developed like we are in this moment. So, but the importance of Tikal is the energy of the temples. And they, they are 
I don't know. Uh, the, my elders say like there are 5,200 temples in Tikal, and just around 40 are, are discovered. Los han descombrado de la vegetación, si como se dice eso. Yeah, the temples are, you know, taken over by vegetation. Yeah, okay. Just these temples are completely amazing. The energy, they know how each plataforma... Each platform? Uh, ...have a very uh, impressionant energy. We can... Uh, we, they don't permit now because people destroy the, the temples, but they are some temples when we can move. And each of the, of the stairs have a meaning. And uh, the same happened in Chichen, the same happened in Palenque, uh, the same happened in, in, in Cuicuilco in Mexico, and the same happened in, in, in Teotihuacan, who is another important uh, city. So all this wisdom that they plasmaron, that they gave to us, it's very, very amazing. So Tikal was the center of the culture. What's most important, like uh, the city, whose largest one, the, this Mirador, that they have the highest pyramid, who is one of the most amazing construction in the world. But Tikal was the center. That's the importance of Tikal. Wow. Uh, for, for, for us, we respect Palenque, Chichen, Cancun, and Tikal. This is the cities as we we know they have all the all the wisdom, all the mysteries. So okay, I think I totally. <laughs> I'm just floored. <laughs> oh my god! You know? Yeah, that's amazing. To to go to Tikal is an experience, and if we can, okay, we can do ceremonies in. in in the in in the plazas in the ceremonial uh, places like uh, the government gave to us because if you can go if you go to mexico and you can light a candle of course forget it immediately police police arrest you because for they are archaeological centers for we are ceremonial centers and we have the permission in guatemala the mayan culture is completely alive and it's a tradition for for thousands of thousands of years. And of course, uh, they are no more architecture than like in the past, because people doesn't have money to produce it. And, and many of this knowledge uh, was lost, but the deeper of the technology of to develop ourselves, to develop the, the human being, to develop uh, the internal power is intact. We can do. You don't know, you know, I, I know you went to a, a fire ceremony. This is an experience. And if we go to the, in the right moment and the original place, when the energy is in a convergence, this is most amazing. So important the 21st of December, because beginning uh, the cosmical Guayev. Guayev is a period of five years when we, go inside us and we we remember all our uh, situation all our life what we do what can uh, we uh, what and, we did uh, what we didn't do and uh, and what 
what are our purpose of life? What is our powers? Powers, because um, you know the Mayan symbol, or Nahual, that the people know. The real name is Chumil, who is the destiny. Uh, it's a uh, incredible because give you the information of the, of your life purpose and your capacity ability and your problems with the 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 situations when you with the I don't know ya me confundí donde tú tienes que poner atención para que desarrollar where you have to pay attention to see how you develop uh, that's important for us but my symbol is it's a, it's a journey of life. And to know about it, that's so important. This is the origin, this is the beginning, and this is the center of the Mayan culture turn around. So, Tikal, what can I say? This is completely amazing. It's incredible. Wow. Uh, Carlos, yeah. uh, I recently learned a little bit of how uh, the Maya won the rights to do their ceremonies because there was a time when they were trying to stop that. That was that yeah. what the Civil War was really all about? Yeah, um, it's beginning with the when the Spanish arrived. They the, remember here came the Inquisition and they make a big persecution to, to the Mayan uh, elders. They mm -hmm. killed the most of them. So they, wow. they decide to, to go in a very, very low profile and, and they begin to make the ceremonies in the deeper of the caves or in the highest uh, mountains or in the deeper of the jungle for they can see him because the ceremony continued, but uh, during the civil war, uh, one of the MacArthur's plan was destroy all the all the spirituality, because he think that with this stupid myths, they are going to grow like a like a money makers. No, the the people doesn't accept uh, this. They are interested in to grow himself, not uh, not the material sense. So they, they begin the war and both the, the Guatemalan army and the guerrillas, they kill. The, the, the first thing that they do was to kill the, the, the elders. But they, they know and they begin to, to have a, 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 an, again another low profile. So the third wave was the, was the, the Christian fundamentalistical people beginning to persecute because all that the elders made like was uh, from the demonio and uh, you know all the superstition that they have so they beginning to persecute us uh, and they, and and each day they are less but in 1995 uh, when we make the the, the first uh, council of elders of the continent the president of Guatemala Ramiro de Leon Carpio he went in a Mayan ceremony and he put his candles and he make a petition and a prayer for the country. And on the television, each half hour, they, be, they pass the, 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 the film. 
Yeah. So when he and the, and the Costa Rican president, they put the candles. In the moment, many of the elders, because they feel like a fair about they are uh, destroying him. Like when they saw the presidents put his candles, they decide decide to begin and to do it again and and to do the more public the ceremonies. Wow. So for this period to now, you can see any time uh, ceremonies in, in, in any place. There are more than three thousand uh, altars. When, when we can do ceremonies. And of course, we don't use all of them, but uh, I think you know, like a lama uh, came to Guatemala, uh, your country is like a torch because I see fire around, I feel fire. And I explain, yes, now they are, each day they are not less than 2,000 ceremonies. So he was completely surprised about this because uh, ceremonies doesn't change during the during the beginning of the of fourteen thousand years ago when the glaciation when the Balanev who is uh, semi gods who have the uh, half of his body like, like the legs was uh, like a jaguar and the rest like a human. Well, that's the representation that they made from the Balanev, Balam meaning Jaguar. Mm-hmm. And they are like uh, avatars from this humanity. They teach everything. And they make the fire because the, they can control the, the, the cold. There is a mist and, and uh, there is a fog in, in the fire. They can plant anything. They survival just for a, a tree that the name is Ramon. Uh, who make fruits, who they can transform in bread and, and, and have all the amino acids, and they can continue, but they are hungry and they are cold. And they ask the Balanev if they can return the, the environment like uh, in the ancient times, and he make a ceremony. And they went to a path, uh, who is the path of the Balanev, but they they went to seven different uh, hills in correlation with the players, and in the in the last hill they make the ceremony and, and this is the tradition. The father's son arrived to to this place and he's happy. Like uh, people remember again the power they have, and he was a uh, according to. to recover the, the environment. So that's the, the same ceremony is like we make in, in these days. Yeah. And wow, wow. Just so much beautiful, beautiful, amazing stories. And uh, I think also that people would love, just like myself, you know, I, I find myself in the middle of this journey creating this festival almost by, you know, by some kind of miracle. And, you know, and even though I feel like I have lived as a Mayan for many lifetimes before, I'm just remembering all these things and every, and I'm doing things that I don't, I don't even know what they mean yet. Somehow I'm doing and it's just incredible to have someone like Carlos and then kind of, ah, I, I'm, 
you know, so many dots are like connected, right? <laughs> yeah. and it's like, I'm so relieved too, because like, what, what is it that I'm doing? And sometimes I don't, you know, it's, it's all, uh, and some of these things that I'm receiving too, like, um, that I, I am just instructed, like, in, in the, in the, in our webpage of Mind Heart Festival, you know, uh, I was kind of just instructed to put, you know, ending a 5,000 year cycle, but I, you know, I'm not sure where that came from. And maybe Carlos, what is going on with this solstice? And can you give us a little glimpse into this prophecies and, and 2018 and this particular one that we have coming up, which, which is also a full moon. And why am I doing this? <laughs> okay. Wait. Uh, okay. So, what I, I want to, to say to you, when I begin into, in a research, spiritual research, yes. I went to, to Asia, and essential to, to, to part of uh, Egypt, and, and I went to Turkey to have an encounter with the Sophie people who are very wisdom ones. Um, and I tried to, to find uh, the Babylonian uh, people, but uh, I can't talk with, with no one. Uh, in Egypt, my brother, he went into a chamber of the pyramid, Saqqara, who is the only one who has uh, stairs, platforms, and, uh, and one of the, the elder, he think uh, like my brother can have the high conscience, and he invited him to go into the cave. And in one of the chambers, there are a pharaoh and a Mayan king, and they are sharing, and they are glyphs from Maya and, and Egypt. That's and this is in Turkey? No, no, in, in Egypt. Oh, in Egypt. Egypt. Okay, so in Egypt, you in, guys in the, found... In the, the Saqqara pyramid, uh, one of the... Oh, wow. That, that's so incredible. My oh. brother has completely yeah. great about Carlos, this. Sorry to cut you off, but keep going. But um, I had a, a, a note come in through Facebook from my friend Mohammed Ibrahim, who's an uh, Egyptologist, chemitologist that I met in Egypt. And he said, did you know that there's Mayan writings in Saqqara? That's what oh, wow. That's what he yeah. commented while we yeah. were talking. Yeah. That's what he's just talking about right now. <laughs> I like to hear more like, like this because uh, unfortunately my, my brother did take a, a little video, like uh, he gave the permission, but he died and we never recovered the, the, the film. Oh, okay, okay. This is important. Uh, the traditions of all the, of all the ancient cultures, they, they are connected. So you, talk, you asked me about uh, I explained, I went and I went to India and I tried to find uh, some things. In these days, I like to go to Tibet. And I, uh, but in these days, uh, the cost of the, of the visa was $10,000 and you need to give another deposit. They never return to you for another 10000 So I don't have 20000 in this moment. 
I sent a couple of grams in these days to my father. He liked to help me. And I was waiting in the hotel, waiting for the answer. Finally, I write the, the cable gram and I'm so happy and I open and my father just write ha, 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 ha. And that's finished my, my journey to, to Tibet. But uh, I returned to Guatemala because I tried to recover my vision because I have a, an accident when I was young. I went to a, a pool and uh, in this moment I, I don't have the, I, I, broke with my I have my legs and I just tore my eyes and I saw the, the, the future, the past, or so anything for the question the people have. And um I that's my that's my job for me was all the time I try to recover my my vision. So just when I come back here I have the 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 in uh, I was I studied for anthropologists. I went to to the, to the university in a journey, and an old city, Indian city, that the name is Los Santos in in the highlands of Guatemala, close to the Mexican border. It's a very cold place, and I know I, I knew my my elder, uh, one of the most amazing men. So I never know. So. He taught me in these days. There are date, Carlos. It's the 2012, uh, 21 of December of 2012. This is the moment when the energy is beginning to exchange into the humanity. And he explained me what's coming on. What's, we are very close to the destruction, but we are very close to the development of the humans. Okay. Uh, and uh, he explained that they give us techniques for develop ourselves. But that's what I explained in the beginning. Um, the my my clan, who's a clan, uh, have another information. They are the mom people, who's the oldest ones. See, it's like a, como se si avanzar. Mom, mom. Yeah, is that like the Lemurians? When most people. No. No, no, no. It's, it's the, I don't know. They have very many mysteries. But they are people like Isana, ¿cómo se dice avanzada? Very gente advanced. Pero ellos eran una, una gente que enviaron de Atlantis. They, they was people. They went. They came from Atlantis. The big elders of Atlantis, the magical ones, they sent to open this space in America. So... The mom was the what's the people more amazing for me. Of course, uh, maybe because I'm part of the clan. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I finally, he talked me about the 20th century. And he said something funny in these days. The, in these days was the Star Wars uh, movie. Yes. And, and he went to, he went, in these days, he went to, to the movie. And, uh, and he said to Carlos, you are amazing because the 2012 is the, is, is the beginning of the intergalactical confederation. This is war wow. like you never hear. take <laughs> from, the, from the movie. He said, it's the beginning. Uh, and this is your vision. The, we are part of the universe in this moment. We are now, we are uh, like a, 
uh, we are completely nebulous. Uh, we don't have uh, the spirit to be connected again with the with the heart of the earth of the of the of the universe of the cosmos. But the twenty first was not the end of the world, like we know. No, it's the people. It's the media who put us this this uh, wars in our in ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, History Channel asked me for an interview and I went to New York. I was in New York in these days and I went to the, to the interview and they said, okay, Carlos, talk to us about the end of the war to the destruction. <laughs> <laughs> so what? There are not any destruction. No, no, you, you need to talk what is the destruction. Why, what, what is going to come in? Explain, but where do you take these wars? We never say like a, there's the end of the war. Not the end of humanity, the end of the wars. This is a big, big history. The end yeah. of the war is going to explode or what? <laughs> so, see, they are not end of the war. They are not end of humanity. It's like a change. It's the end of a cycle for 5,200 years. And, and this finished the 20th of December uh, of 2012, and it's beginning the 21 of December of 2012, beginning the new age, the five zone, the, the, the moment of the encounter, and no division, but you are going to admit, what are you talking about? See now the problem with Koreans, with Iran, with all these things, and Venezuela, and all this confrontation. All the time without this confrontation. Now it is most most easy and public because for the web we, you can see immediately so happening in any countries. But um, there was no end, and we tried to explain. And just one newspaper in 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 England and another in the United States, and some ones in Mexico and, and Colombia. Uh, open the, the space to explain there is not a, an end of the war. Uh, because the dramatic thing, the, the tragical things, uh, that's sale, that's the, the media need. But uh, it's uh, this consideration with humanity. I received thousands of mails or people are asking me what's coming and what we are going to do at the end of the... What am I going to do when the world is? Yeah. <laughs> Not much to if, do. If, if something happens, you just pass. You don't, you don't need to do nothing. But of course, <laughs> they are nothing. So this is the beginning, 13 years. Yes. Yes. A kid in the Mayan war at 13 years is not considered anymore like a kid. Is considered like a, a, a man, a woman. And uh, this period is according to the fire energy. You remember the kids, they have extra energy. Yes. This, for 13 to 26 is the period of the challenge. We, we are learned to, to talk with the world because we need to learn into the experience. This is a, a very dark period for a right to life and, uh, and accommodate to the to the situations. The 26th for for 39 is the period of the knowledge, and this is with the element air. The second is with the element uh, earth, the, the tierra. 
Yeah, and the, and the next is the element IR, 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 right? Ether. No, the el agua, el aire. Oh, air, 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 yes. Air, air, okay. The, and, uh, and, and 79 to 52, this is the water element. And, and 52 to 65 is either. Mm. So, if we reduce this, this periods, uh, so happened in the 20, 2012 to, to, to arrive to 26, we are just finished living the fire. The big problems beginning to the second period of the element air is when the water is going to be escasear. That was uh, a It's going to be uh, like fresh water is going to be difficult to to have. Yeah, one one. It's going to be scarce. Okay, thirty three percent of humanity and and this is not my words this is not prophecy what's a prophecy in the in the last years but now it's a reality like united nations explain us like if we continue with this in the 19 and the 2040 2050 most of the humanity that's on the, the 30 or 40 percent of humanity doesn't have the enough water to survive on. that's meaning destruction epidemics wars that's that we can wait for this moment. If we don't put attention, a big percent of humanity is going to disappear. That's what happened. For to open the space to the new human, uh, there are no possibilities. Like uh, the Mayans, the ancient ones, when they, the Spanish years has come to arriving, 100 years before they moved to another dimension. For, I don't talking about one, two, three people, thousands or millions of them went to another place or went to the center of the Mother Earth and, and they live in this and there are millions of them living in these places. So humanity is not ready to understand it, but something to happen. They are not uh, extraterrestrials who are going to come to help us. But people from the beings from here can help us. But it's our responsibility. And that, and okay, because one of the key things that I've received in this particular event that we're doing and this Mayan fire ceremony on December 21st mm -hmm. is precisely that there's going to be an audience of these people you're speaking about and that we're going to speak into the fire, the declaration of liberation of the planet. Uh, and that's been the main guidance focus of the main mission per se, of what uh, my job is basically with this particular date. And, and I was wondering about that because I had some dreams in Mount Shasta I don't dream very often, but I had this dream twice at different moments in Shasta, had the same dream. And I remember I was sitting like in this field and there was like this building and bleachers and, and these people just like looking at me. And I just sat there like, okay, wh why are these people, <laughs> you know, like, like, like I'm like, you're the middle of the show or something, but you have no idea what, why it is. They're just like sitting there, you know, like looking at you. And I'm like, 
what, what are these people looking or like, what am I supposed to do? You know, <laughs> what am I supposed to be doing? And it was really interesting. And, and this just happened like last week. I was looking at a photo of Tikal and I noticed that if you stand in the middle, you know, you have the one area that you have the two pyramids and in the back, you know, there's just forest. And then in the front, it's sort of like a bleachers kind of stairwell with structures. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's a representation like of my dream. I could see, and now I know that when I speak and I uh, speak the declaration into the fire, I'm going to be looking at towards those bleachers. I was giving that guidance and, uh, and it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just amazed and it's a big dot connect for me to hear that that's exactly what I was thinking that there was going to, that, you know, we're going to open up some, a portal and we're going to have an audience and uh, Monday of this week was the zenith alignment of the Pleiades with the earth. There was many, many ceremonies around the planet from uh, wisdom keepers celebrating this. And uh, it just so happened uh, that we did a radio interview and I took the opportunity since we had a big amplified, uh, you know, sound going out signal into the universe to ask the elders and, and, these, and these people in this room, I was the official per se um, invitation for them to be present on the 21st of December to hear us, to hear humanity, to hear our declaration, to be witness and to uh, call upon them, give them the permission uh, to, to truly assist us, you know, and uh, help us along in this, in this journey, you know, so, ah, just a lot of relief <laughs> to, to yeah. hear it from you, you know, and so grateful. Right, thank you. Um, 21st is important uh, because the 21st of December, uh, beginning uh, period when apparently the sun is in a corner and doesn't move just five, five days later. So this is, a, uh, okay, this is a, uh, for the vision that we have from the sun. But in the ancient cultures, that's meaning, for example, the Sol Invictus in, in the ancient Roma, that they celebrated 25th of December when the sun moved from this corner. That's the renovation. And that's like the church accommodate the, the born of Jesus, the, the, the 25th of December, this night, 24 to 25. But uh, the, the interesting thing of, uh, of the 21st is like, uh, we call the Mayan Wayeb. Wayeb is a period of uh, five days, it's a cycle of five days, when we are close in ourselves, in our house. We born, we broil the clothes, we, we broke the, the, the dishes and everything, and we prepare another because it's the renovation. So 
we do an introspection to remember what we do, what is our purpose for the for this year to that we had, and what is the projection to the future. Um, we in the Western world doesn't have nothing like this. Just when we go to the psychologist, maybe we're beginning to remember, but we don't have an exercise to remember what we're doing and what we expect. But the cosmical way of beginning in this 21st, like a exercise to remember what is our life purpose, what is our tools, our internal power, and what we can do. So we are right to this uh, very interesting moment of the life uh, for the humanity, for the Mother Earth, like a being. And uh, we, uh, we are arriving here to, uh, what can I say, to a very amazing point, okay? Because we are going to move to another cycle of energy. And it's in according to this event that you explain us. Uh, each 52 years, the player is, is in the center of the, in the zenith of the, of the cosmos, of the Boveda, okay, from the, our, our Boveda, ¿cómo se dirá? Uh, Boveda? Sí, Boveda. Uh, like cave, like... Uh, Pongamos la Boveda celeste, la... Oh, the celestial, yeah, we're kind of enclosed in a celestial uh, Rome. Okay, the that's happened uh, the the night of, of uh, the Sunday to Monday when the player was in the center, in the exactly center. That's happened each fifty-two thousand, each fifty-two years. Oh. It's a renovation. This is a period of real renovation, it, and they call the new fire because they turn off all the fires of all the of the Mayan world. And they beginning with uh, at exactly at, at, uh, at the mid midnight to burn the the this uh, this new fire to go to different places. So this is uh, uh, this is the importance of this. So like we are beginning in the in the new cycle of uh, fifty two years. And we are very close to this event, the 21st of December, and we are beginning to move like, like the doorway is open to, to reconstruct the new human, to reconstruct the new humanity. So we don't expect that anybody is going to survive, out, but the people who have more conscience can survive, and can cross, can grow, can go to an, another dimension, yeah. okay? That's important of this day. It's an amazing day. Wow. And uh, what about the full moon? How does that embody the energy of this particular December 21st? What, what does it add to it? Uh, okay. The, the moon, remember, we are 80, 85 to 95% uh, of water. The, the moon moves. All the planet, uh, la marea, no sé cómo se dice. Yeah, the, the, the tidal waves. Uh, están movidas por la luna. Y cuando la luna, when, when the moon is full, they have more, more uh, affection to anyone. 
So in, with this combination of the of these three events, yeah. something great is going to happen. For ordinary people, it can be an, another day. They don't yeah. take attention. But if exactly. we are opening, we put our intention, we open the space, we open our mind, we open our heart, and we open our spirit to receive the energy we can be transforming. The full moon help us. We are going to be... Don't remember the myth of the, of the, of the we can transform in a gold? Uh, this is came from America. So for the Native Americans, that the full moon is transformed people because they have the, the ability to transform in a, in a holy animal and they expect for the full moon for transforming a wolf. So this is to grow, this is to, to recover his power. What, what, we, what we expect in this time is like a, we are going, if we are open, we can transform ourselves in this internal warrior, and in this internal powerful person. So this is, this is, all these energies can converge in this moment. So, I, I hope that we can go to Wakshaktun to see the, the pyramids, to, to, to see the solstice, and, and, uh, and later we can do a ceremony of fire, I don't know what is the schedule, but uh, I yeah. suppose you think this way. So we can do a ceremony in the Central Plaza, and maybe we can do another at the same time in the Lost World, like it's very important for us. Great, great to know. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so just for everybody that's watching, uh, if you go to MayanHeartFestival.com, you, you know, we're going to be posting the schedules pretty soon, but basically on the 21st of December, uh, mm -hmm. We are going to do the Mayan fire ceremony in the center plaza of Tikal, uh, beginning at 10 a.m. Guatemala time. And uh, uh, we're going to, you know, with our intention, open this portal and uh, read a declaration of liberation for the planet. And uh, in many different languages and by many different indigenous elders from around the planet. Uh, we have some Kogi coming from Colombia. So really happy to confirm that. And uh, from many other tribes around the earth, uh, I think people are really finally like uh, hearing the call. And, uh, and for those that cannot attend in person to the great ceremony, uh, we will be leading a live um, a webcast live uh, with unify.org. Uh, we will be coordinating a synchronized world meditation at the same time. Okay. Also, with, also with our partners from Disclosure Fest. Um, so that as many humans in as many places as possible can focus on that day, that beautiful intention to uh, visualize our earth freed our earth regenerated and then feel it in our hearts and know that it has been done, you know, okay. and that's, uh, that's our main purpose. And, um, Carlos, I am just so grateful to you, brother. <laughs> Thank you to give me the opportunity to talk and explain that, uh, 
I learned my elders. So that's that's a gift to share. Absolutely amazing. I have learned so many things all in this last six months that it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I can say too. During this year, I receive a lot of information too. So yeah. this is it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Matthew, do you have any anything maybe you want to ask me yeah, well, or like, Carlos? <laughs> yeah, well, this has just been a treat, man. You posted my show so wonderfully. Wow. Oh, I, 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 sent you, I sent you a little note. I was like, this is like what is so wonderful because it's yeah. interesting. Like for me, the idea is to get people who have something to share. And, you know, I could interview you and it would be so deep but you recognize that Carlos is here and that he should be yeah. the one to speak and you have that selfless nature and it's part of who you are and, you're, and mm, thank you, I know you and love you because it's like, we got to get this guy to share what he's doing. And I'll just kind of, kind of give my two cents of like what I'm understanding. It's like, when you told me about this festival, it's something that came to you and the main goal was to speak a prayer into a fire in as many languages you, as you could. Yeah. You also shared that the indigenous people of uh, Guatemala were, I think you, I don't know if this is right, but 20,000 were murdered, something, something like that. Maybe 200,000. 200,000. It was a 35 year war. Oh my God. A civil yeah. war. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So, and this yeah. is an indigenous people to do their ceremony. This is a genocide no. and this is a massacre. And in my mind, yeah, in my mind, it's fascinating because I've been studying with the Native American elder who, when I'm, when I'm piecing these things all together, trying to figure out what is going on on the planet, what's going yeah. on within myself, real history, he has a 20,000-year history. Clifford Mahuti, 20,000-year history. Zuni. Wow. Mayans, 20,000 years, predating religion. Then Westerners, Spanish, Christians, white boys, me, sorry, um, you know, come in <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, just take that all out. And we're, we're trying to find, like, how do we find life with the creator? How do we find balance? Because they already had the balance. They already did it, but we're not listening yeah. as a Western culture to these elders and these indigenous people and these wisdom keepers that already knew how because we have to let go of the materialism and you know what we're kind of striving for in this you know whatever we've been doing and it's interesting because in david's history of the Mi'kmaq, zuni as well they have um ancients david was actually taught apparently by some of these ancients some of them apparently were 12 feet tall some of them came in speaking mm. and there's you know document and to the Mi'kmaq and to the zuni this isn't a shocking thing just like to us like yes of course cows exist like there they are but to these cultures, like, of course, but the difference is like when I watch um, Gaia TV or somebody who is like, let's say it was just um, generally a white boy, uh, different versus an elder. It's not as like as fantastic and as media hype. It's just like, this is what it was. And this is the real understanding. And part of that, when David's like, when you want to speak with these beings and a lot of them, they're here is that you need to speak yeah. it out loud, ask for help, and you need to be in resonance and in kindness with each other because they're not going to come here and show up when you murder each other. And that's yeah. kind of me going through this, figuring out, you know, why don't we have contact? And, and David's told me specifically it's because you murder each other and it's not safe. But if you can be in resonance, um, then, then they have a possibility to show up. And it just seems like this simple communion and community and declaration 
And there needs to be enough of us to check out of whatever life we're living in. It's like, I would love to do this, but I got this bills I got to pay. I would love to contribute and do something good for my community, but my kid is pissing me off. You know what I mean? It's just like, we're not (sighs) and doing the simple things. So I think that um, just, it's interesting to hear that old, the mind wisdom, which I haven't gone deep. I've gone deep on Egypt. Um, the Mi'kmaq I'm learning from David a little bit with the Zuni, but they all connect. All the indigenous cultures connect with it, with the oldest history that I'm aware of on the planet. And I was at Disclosure Fest in Washington and the elders were speaking and then the other people were speaking, but nobody inquired about the elders, including the people who were on stage that are supposed to be seeking disclosure. If somebody told me right. that they had balloons in space <laughs> and that they have a 20,000 year history that included the ETs, I would go ask them a question. That's just yeah. personally. Yeah. So you know what I mean? That's why I want Carlos to come on the show and, and, and share as much of these elders are willing to share because a lot of it's oral that you have to go earn this knowledge. You actually have to go make a commitment. It's not like, like this quick fix that we want in the Western cultures just tap it. You know, we download the ebook and the guided meditation and we're all of a sudden, we know everything. It, there takes a level of honesty, earnesty, commitment and dedication. So I just want to thank you both for that. Um, and just that, that was all I wanted to say. And just like the galactic knowledge, I really like that piece too, of, of being welcomed into this galactic thing. But yes, if you were a higher level being, you know, and we're looking down, there's no way we could welcome humanity at this point because they're not safe. They're like, it's like a T it's like a 12 year old driving a Ferrari with a shotgun. You know what I mean? (laughs) You don't know what we're doing. We're not, we we haven't gone through the adolescence and maybe that's the stage we are now. Some of us maybe might maturing a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I wanted to share, share on that. So I I love how you're leading it and please feel free to, to go as, as deep as you want, but that's what I wanted to share uh, on all this. Cause it's, it's really beautiful intention. Yeah. A lot of amazing people coming together and it's, and, and I, I remember, I think part of it was so that the indigenous people have the right to do their ceremony in their land, how they've done it for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of freaking years. And that needs to be, um, um, allowed to happen and when we were at the parliament of world religions again the native americans the oldest culture like eighteen thousand years before jesus they're to the side again you know not as supported as the other ones while people are wearing suits and they have newer religions and newer ideas to create or when theirs is older and they lived in peace yep you know what i mean so we've got to kind of we need that reconciliation and we need to support our indigenous cultures and we need to (sighs) empower them you know, because we decimated their, their culture and we need yeah. to, we need to do everything we can to, to help them rebuild it. It's the least we could do. Yeah. And Carlos, I'd love to, you know, I'm sure as many people are wondering and me myself learning this new things, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the specific magic of the Mayan fire ceremony itself? You know, the elements that are used for it and, some of the meanings around it and so people get an idea what we're going to be creating on that you know that special day and i want to know too (laughs) okay oh perfect Uh, do i explain during the talk uh this fire ceremony beginning uh i think it's uh 14 thousand years ago with the glaciation and people are suffering the cold 
So they asked to the to these uh, semi gods, the Balanev, the semi jaguars people, uh-huh. uh, to to recover the fire, to clean the, the environment from this mist, from, from recover the life. So they make a path for seven hills. Uh, it's like a, the 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 path of the of Campostela. Campostela, the stars come exactly the same. They went to seven different uh, hills, and in the last one, uh, they each of them have the his own incense. Each of the Balaneb uh, have a, a, a different incense to offer the the father son to he come. He came and recovered the 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 nature. Uh, they make with uh, with sugar made from honey a leaf, who was a division for the four corners and uh, four circles in the middle, and the the arrows. The, this division was arrows to go to the infinite, and they put the incense and they put uh, some flowers and some honey, and uh, and they beginning to call the the, the Different twenty chumins, that's meaning the Nahuas, uh, because like I explained before, uh, everything is going according to the to the Cholquijos or Kin, like people know the the holy sacred calendar, and they call the twenty energies, and and in the end of the ceremony, the father son arrive and they accept to to do a an agreement with the people to because they destroy the environment so to recover mm. uh, that as we make the, the ceremony of the fire is a catalyzer because we use the five elements the, the mother earth like is the place when we make this ceremony the 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 air to move the fire the fire and uh, the water because we use some water in, 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 in the four points and uh, and and we do uh, and we use alcohol to anesthetize the ether. So we use candles of different colors. Each of the of the candles uh, of color of the candles have some meaning, and that's what we use. And uh, and uh, we use uh, okay incense from the an essential from the copal tree, who is very aromatic, yeah. and uh, and we go to do the petitions uh, like a concentration. Each each one who is participating to the ceremony is part of them. Uh, each one has his own proposals to 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 the ceremony to the fire, and we talk and we talk to the candidates and we make our petition. So it's a very, very reconstructive uh, energy because give us the, the space to open, to connect and, and to talk directly with the, with the energies of the creation, with the big father and the big mother, the, the heart of the, of, the, of the mother earth, uh, the internal soul, as we call Kakalom, who is the spirit of the mother earth. And uh, and uh, well, uh, what can I say? Is the elements who are activated in it, 
and they, it's different for each one, but they give us the answer. They give us the, the power to, to grow, to develop ourselves and to make a solution for the problems. We humans are very simple. We, are, we have problems of love, of economical, of, of our health, and, uh, and that's the most of the, of the people have. But there are other people who come to the ceremony with the attitude to develop his internal powers, to be connected with the mother nature, with the, with the energies, the special energy that we have. So the ceremony is very, very interesting. That's important for us to, to come to this, what is our energy, our chumil, our nahual. And, and we can make a, like a Mayan astrology. It's not astrology because it's from energies to explain to people what, what they are, what they expect from, the, from this life. What is the life purpose? This is amazing. The Mayan calendar. Maybe we were going to do another another interview, just talking about the, about it because it's incredible the the, the Mayan calendar. But that wow. is an essential. Uh, I see that I like to rem to share uh, the words of uh, one elder of the mountain, a very old man. Uh, who came to us in, 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 uh, in 2011. And he says the, the new uh, word, word for, the, for the spirituality, remember, he said, put, uh, put your, all your attention. The new word for, all, for the new spirituality is action. Action, mm. and, I, and I was seeing and meditate about it. We are just learning and learning and learning a lot, and we read and we we don't do nothing. We don't pursue the action. Yes. So action. that's that's what I think is very important. This this work of this. He came one Maya New, New Year. That's amazing. Uh, action is the real purpose for the spirituality. Now. And we are going, we are in all these days, we are in the action. If we are not in action, just forget. And of yeah. course, like you say, we can remove the bad energies, we can have the access to the new, the new times, the new cycle. And uh, this is like, a, we need to put the action in all of this. If not, we are going to pass, just pass the life. Like uh, with fear, with uh, oh my God, I'm going to pray. It's not just to pray; it's to the action of life, to develop, to grow, to have the environment, to help the mother earth. If not, we are going to disappear if we don't put attention. It's not fatalistic vision, but can be a reality if we don't do things like this. Like uh, you are promoted to the twenty parts of December. But uh, around the world, in different ceremonies, in different visions, yeah. and we, and, and all the meditation, the, the elders doesn't like to, to think in meditation. They call concentration. Because he said, meditate is to have the consciousness of any action in our life, to be attention. But uh, they call 
to put our mind in concentration to go in a directly and directional uh, way of seeing to produce these things, to produce the miracle, to produce the reality, because we can, we have this power. We can use our, our neuronas and, uh, and we can produce the connection, the interconnection, electrochemical connection uh, of the synapses, who is, uh, who is the way that we use to, to connect to in a way of think, in a way of create, and we can create the reality. And this reality, if we don't take attention, we are going to disappear. Or, or maybe not us, but the rest of the people who are asleep, they are, follow the, the materialistical way, like this is the big story. You don't came to this life just to live. You don't, you don't came here just to be a, a money maker, uh, and, and the people think, oh my God, look, this guy is in Armani. He has a big, good Apache, and, and I have all these titles. When you die, but what's happening all this? You only think as you want to, to pass to another dimension, another life, it's like your experience, and your experience can be the best if you put attention to develop your internal powers. That's the, the teaching of the elders in this moment, to recover the power as if we had in the past, like a human being, the vision of the, to communicate with the center of the universe, the vision of, of perceive the energy of the nature, of the other beings, the respect to the other people, respect uh, the life. We don't have, a, we don't respect us, but the, the, our neighbor <laughs> respect for us if we don't respect ourselves. But, um, I'm very glad to be here and just remember action as well. Action. I love it. <laughs> oh, action, action. Yes, I want to encourage and inspire everyone here. Please visit our website. If you are inspired, take action. Join us in person. Be witness to this incredible event uh, that has been magically created, <laughs> you know, uh, that we're all going to be a part of. And um, it's just so amazing, Carlos, to be here and to be in this position, to be one of the creators of this. I want to give a shout out to our amazing team. We have a team in Guatemala that's been working since March, uh, putting together all the elements there. We have an amazing hotel in Lake Peten uh, that's just incredible. And the beautiful people there are renovating it and making it really beautiful for us when we arrive. Uh, an amazing team here in the, in the States, in Los Angeles, that's, magically come together with really their hearts to make this happen, you know, and, uh, and it's been uh, a beautiful because creating this festival, it's, it hasn't been like a normal festival where a couple people get together. Hey, we got $10 million. We're going to do this thing for three years and lose money and then make money on the fourth year. It was, it was literally like a mission, like do this. And we started literally with 
zero budget, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and, and kind of just with the guidance, I kept receiving this guidance, like, you know, just, I, I do produce events for a living. So I, I think I was selected because I have that experience. But at the same time, I was like, okay, what do I do? And then just, I just kept doing what I know how to do and, and I know how to do it well. And, and I was, I had to let go of fear and expectation and simply move forward, create, create. We created the website and things started, you know, then you can see a little bit of the vision of what was happening and, and, uh, and now it's funding itself through ticket sales. People are resonating. They're, they're hearing the message. They're really being called to participate <coughs> and to be present. And uh, I, I, you know, I want to use this opportunity to invite everyone to really uh, drop deep into their hearts. And if, they're, if they feel the call to join us, you know, there's many ways to get there. Uh, mostly everyone is arriving through Belize. You can arrive through Cancun and take a bus down and you can arrive through Guatemala City. But mainly Belize is the place uh, that's closest to Tikal. It's an absolutely gorgeous area. The people are incredibly beautiful and humble and just so amazing and organic food. Uh, we have two lakes, Lake Peten, and, uh, which is fresh water, and Sal Peten, which I didn't even know existed until this year, where our festival grounds are, and that's a sulfur lake, incredibly healing. Do you know much about Sal Peten? I'm curious if you know, like, I mean, it's such an oddity to have this sulfur lake there. Yes. Uh, elders doesn't like to talk too many about it. And it's like a reservation. Yeah. It's not open to the people, but uh, we know like, uh, this is like a, in a moment, the water of the ocean came to, to this place and it's preserved for a magical reason because they are not a natural reason. It's for something magical to happen. And uh, it's, yes, of course, it's uh, like a, something to heal you. So this yes. is one theory. Another people say this came from a meteorite to our pool of water and they arrived here. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I the elders doesn't talk too many about it. This is for the, they are like a secret, but it exists and this is exist. And I'm surprised you know about it because this is a secret. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, this year, like. It was like once I accepted to do this event, mm. all these things unlocked and all this knowledge started coming to me. Like, I'm like, I was like, wow, you know, it's just incredible. These little nuggets right. of right. absolutely amazing information. And I've been going to Tikal, you know, for 15 years, you know. <laughs> and, but, you know, there's an aspect, you know, we always say like when, when, when you are ready, the teacher comes to you, right? Yeah, but there's, but there's also something else, which is where you have to do the work for some of these knowledge to reveal itself to you. You know, it has to, you have to be ready as well. You know, you have to reach certain plateaus of action 
I think, mm -hmm. in this case, was a catalyst for the unlocking of these wisdoms to me as a person, personally, you know, taking the action to actually follow through on, on this calling to, to, to create this event, for example. And, and uh, it's really interesting to, to hear you and, and be able to connect those dots because I was really, it was very much of a mystery to me how all these things were coming at me so quickly all of a sudden. And, um, and I, I want to speak a little bit too about the actual Tikal pyramids themselves and the skeletons that were found there and how, um, you know, there is an interview with uh, uh, El, uh, Mr. Tot, who was the actual person who discovered the tomb of Lord Chok and who was then uh, accredited to the archaeologist of the University of Pennsylvania. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about Lord Chuck, please? Okay. Um, I don't know too many about it, to be okay. honest. But uh, I don't know, how, how do you, how do you spell it? Chuck, like chocolate. <laughs> Yeah, no, I like don't chocolate. know. I, it's yeah, literally yeah. C-H-O-C, chalk. No, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I don't know nothing much. Okay, I want to invite everybody to go to our Facebook, and we're going to post the interview of that gentleman from Tikal, who just passed this year, actually. He was going to be one of our speakers. Okay. We're going to okay. do a memorial right. for him. And his son, Julian Totbol, is actually going to be one of the master ceremonies, uh, one of the masters of our or of our fire ceremony. Okay, great. And um, and he was telling the story of Lord Chalk, and that he, you know, he was twelve to thirteen feet tall with an elongated head, which is probably why the skeletons were disappeared. He also said something quite incredible, and that is that they found 25 tombs in Tikal. Um, however, if you look at Wikipedia or any mainstream publications, every single one of them will say no tombs have ever been found in Tikal. So it, it was just like, wow, you know, and, and mm. in, this, in this documentary, they have the photos of the tube. They have the report because it was written in a journal back in the day, archaeology journal. So the whole report is there, the, the photo of the skeleton, uh, a description of every single item that was found, you know, with the tomb. And, um, and it's just, it's right there, you know, and it, it's actually because of us speaking out a little bit about it, I think it's become an actual, you know, where people are beginning to ask, Where's the skeletons? <laughs> like, hello. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is this is something to happen. Same happened with the crystal schools. The, yeah. They are a lot and disappear. I am going to try to to go to the ceremony with two of obsidian schools. To the yeah, the very ancient ones and these the miracle ones. And I saw one one of these with the with the, with the head very, very long. 
Oh, really? Uh, you're, talking, you're talking about, uh, I think the thief, uh, he can do something. The owner or the keeper is something who is uh, a lot afraid because they think like uh, someone is going to the government or the, you know, the universities of the United States or England or the university is going to take from them. Yeah. But uh, these two of obsidian, there is a very amazing glass. I'm going to see if I have the permission. So, so he has a crystal skull elongated head? Yeah, they was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Um, the, in the 1995, when we begin when we to talk about the, the crystal skulls, uh, people doesn't know nothing about it. And was the BBC who take the information and uh, they use like his, his own information, like always. And uh, and uh, but uh, it's amazing to happen because now the prophecy is playing us like a close to the 2012. There are 52 of them, like uh, they are coming around a lake, and someone is going to cross the water like walking over the water to go to the island in the middle. And he's one with the master head and he's going to activate the other 52. And this is part of the very deep uh, prophecy. So, there, do you remember now in Rabinal? Uh, I went to, so I think 20 years ago, and they are skeletons from people who is, that they have around about four or five meters tool. And the, 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 the school is like this. And they show me, but like you said, in a moment, everything disappears. The information move and immediately nobody knows nothing. The, the people who show me, they don't say nothing more. It's a, but this is part of the ancient humans, yes. Okay? For the first human, like a, someone who has a, como se dice parentesco? Is related with the Cro-Magnon? Yeah, related, okay. With the Cro-Magnon, but the head is more, do you know the Cro-Magnon, they have, they have a, a 4,000 centimeter cubicle of, of Brian, of, uh, and uh, and we have just one one thousand and two hundred the the, the largest. Mm. This Cromagnon was uh, like uh, uh, people who live like uh, in a crystal state. Everyone. Oh wow! Yes, and oh. they are they they descended from these big heads. So Pharaohs and Mayan people here they have the same tradition. They came from some of them. One of the kings from here, I never heard about this one, but uh, can be uh, in, in Copan, one of the kings, the rabbits, the canine kings, they have a big head. So in Kirigua, you can see the imagine of the Mayan king put with the, the barba, with the beard, the beard. Like, a, like the Egyptian ones. Oh, wow. They are connected. They are completely connected. Yeah. This so Kirigua, Matt, Kirigua is another archaeological site that's about four hours from Tikal. And it's, yeah. oh my God, it's 
absolutely amazing. I got a chance to see it this year. <laughs> and they have this, it's like an egg-shaped, gigantic rock. It's totally a spaceship. Yeah. And, and you have this guy right in the front, literally like in a throne. Like, it's, it's so mind-blowing. You know, and uh, I'll post on our Facebook or the Mayan Heart Festival. I'll post a picture of it, but it, it, it's just the stuff that it, that's readily available to all of us with just a little exploration, a little bit of taking some action. You know, it's, it's just so beautiful, you know, to, you know, let's get off our chairs and turn that TV off and let's create and activate let's let's actionate our lives into this new earth we're creating it's totally up to us you know yeah. and what and last and, and not last but not least carlos tell <laughs> us about chocolate and the great cacao ceremonies okay that's <laughs> uh, that's an story uh People beginning to juice the chocolate, the cacao, and all. Uh, someone take the information and they use the chocolate that you can buy in, in a store. They use with a lot of chili and they put the people in fasting and they celebrate the ceremony. The original ceremony came from the tobacco, from the cacao organic and, and natural to grow Sylvester. The, the jungle. Yeah. It has a very powerful uh, uh, chemicals inside. This is like uh, the, the kings use like a currency money because this is just for, for, for exchange the, the mind. They do the ceremony of cacao and they put a fire ceremony and the elder begin to talk uh, uh, all the symbols. And they give us a, a couple of chocolate. And immediately your energy grow. This is so immediately you are completely uh how it says awakened. 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 And you receive uh, all the sensitivity of everything to exist around you. And after uh, when you are beginning to go down, they begin to give you another cup. And uh, in this second you can receive your internal powers. And when you go down, you beginning to be part of the, of the nature of the universe in this moment. And you perceive the energies of the sky and, and, and the telluric energies. That's create as you grow, like, like make like you feel part of the, of the, of the creation. So they use now with chili, because they affect you if you are in fasting and you drink the, the cacao, you, okay, you are away, you are away. But the original purpose is to have the attention to grow in, internal. And you can do that. Yeah, we can make something in, in the cup. I think so. Yes, yes. Uh, actually, the cacao ceremony is something that's come to me recently and it's 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 incredible because we're doing uh all these inc pre-parties for mm -hmm. mayan heart festival we just did one in los angeles 
We're doing one in Costa Mesa uh, on November 28th at a, at a nightclub called Time. <laughs> called? Time. Okay. <laughs> Multi-million dollar nightclub. It just, okay, it, you know, it just everything that's happening is so magically aligned. It, it just, yeah. even, even I'm surprised, <laughs> you know. And you know, uh, when you do an action, you receive a reaction. That's it. Yes. It's and been so beautiful, like all these incredible, beautiful synchronicities. And we're going to be doing cacao ceremony at the nightclub called Time. We're going to do yoga. We're going to have kombucha and dancing, ecstatic dancing, and amazing artists. And then on November 30th, we're going to be at, uh, in San Francisco at a place called The Secret Garden. Okay. An absolutely brand new, incredible, uh, multi-reality venue. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm like wondering what, you know, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, except that it's, everybody that's been telling me about it is like, it's absolutely fantastic. They have like, uh, different reality rooms. I, I'm not even sure what to expect. And it's almost sold out. So it's just so beautiful to see how somehow this event that just started in March out of a beautiful mission that was guided, gifted to me in the center of the jungle in El Mirador was okay. when I received when I received this directive. Right. And 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 now seeing like all these other events uh, co-creating with the Mayan heart theme and, and uh, it's just, oh, I mean, it's just so beautiful. You know, I'm just so grateful. And for, I want to give another shout out to our amazing team and Matthew, I think, uh, I, 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 I'm just, I think we, we've had enough wisdom for, <laughs> for yeah, this mate. couple of hours. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's been amazing, man. And it, it's been awesome to just kind of like watch you too. And I'm, I'm glad you're here to help, you know, you're more of an expert uh, on the Mayan culture and what's going on to, you know, get the best out of Carlos and explain to everybody what he's about, you know, to be a yeah. little bit of a bridge. And like, I just want to like slightly go back because there's some important points that you guys made, um, you know, about like there's some big things here, like the Sm Smithsonian and like the elongated skulls. I went to Egypt uh, last year with the resident science foundation and now they're in peru and somebody posted a picture of an elongated skull that's actually real there's mm -hmm. giant skeletons oh, yeah. it's, not, it's not a myth it's like an actual thing oh and yeah your brain is like okay like it, well it's like oh were there giants like yeah there actually were it's actually physical real elongated skulls that exist now the mainstream doesn't know this. And then even now you're skeptical probably because you've never seen one and it's not common knowledge. So why would that be suppressed? And Graham Hancock and I forget whoever else was with them um, were, was interviewed on Joe Rogan and they said the Smithsonian isn't what you think it is. You know, just like the Catholic church, the Vatican, why, why does uh, nobody have access to that library? Well, because yeah. there were conquerors back in the day that stole very important things. And part of that system of control, unfortunately, is religion. And I always want to be like soft when I say that because there's beautiful people 
in religion, but it's just like, they're a beautiful, it's a bad comparison, but it's true. Like, yeah. you know, Nazi Germany had good people in there that followed a certain ideology. It's not that the people are bad. It's just like the overarching thing of what it's doing. And so the Smithsonian, you know, robbed indigenous people all over the world. So did, you know, the kings and queens of Europe, because that's just what they did. It's not even a bad thing. It's just, they were conquerors. So did Genghis Khan. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what conquering is, and it came with an ideology. But there are things there. So why would they not make this public knowledge? Because it would break the story of religion. It would yeah. break that that basically myth that they're putting to keep people at the level they are, and 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 take away that connection from you and God directly. And you need a you need a what do you call it? like a intermediary? You need an intermediary, right? Oh, you know, I can go to a Maya, and Maya can get me to God. You know, I can go to the Pope, and the Pope can get me there. But <sighs> um, so it's you know these are really important things to consider, and you got to think is like okay, if that exists, you know, what does that mean? what else is there so it's important just to kind of um do that and i like when um carlos is talking about action david the other indigenous mm-hmm. elder that i've been with says that all the time he says a lot of you are so heavenly minded and no earthly good and talks about meditation he's like meditation's great and, he, and he's indigenous too he's like so is ceremony but if you just yeah. do ceremony if you just do meditation and you don't do anything then then spirit that force that you want to connect with cannot help you that yeah. it is action. And one of the teachings that he's given me that's actually changed my life is three kind acts a day, go out of your way, don't tell mm-hmm. anyone. And I've done more kind acts in, in six months, you know, and that's about a year or so than I did like probably 10, 15 years thinking that I was kind and compassionate, but, but doing it in actual action. So I think that those, those points are really important. And I think yes. now is the time when this we talk it. about waking up. This is it. You know, <laughs> you, you know, I would consider you somebody to be awake. You're like kind of aware of some of the stuff. And, you know, I was like, okay, it's not all just about me. What can I do to benefit people? What's actually going on in the world? That, that That's reasonably awake, right? You're just not being selfish and material, but you also got to provide here and do that. But you then had a, like a calling to say, hey, do this, you know, f- yeah. that came f- for you. It's just your thing. But then you have to make that leap yourself. And nobody gets to do that for you. You can be living a spiritual life as somebody who works, you know, any job and raises a family. That is a spiritual life if you do it within intention and you do it with integrity and you do it in your own consciousness. But your connection with spirit is going to be in your own unique way. And when you connect to that, you're going to get that opportunity to take that risk, to take that thing. And only you're going to know if you do that. So you can get it anywhere, anytime with the simple asking and, 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 you know, the intention to do that with integrity. Like I want to know, I want to grow. I want to know what's going on. I want to be of support to my community in my own way. I want to connect to creator in my own way. And you can do it on a small scale, on a big scale, but it doesn't matter. It's just you making that honest in, intention. And I just want to thank you because I know how much of a leap that is. It's a, it's a huge leap. It's scary as crap. Even if it's like in Thailand, they say same, same, but different, you know, chop wood, carry water before enlightenment after it's like, Oh my goodness. Like, how am I going to pull this all together? And I see it as not really a festival. Like you talk to people about transformational festivals. Yep. It's an opportunity to empower indigenous people to bring together a, an intention from the indigenous tribes and also the people who resonate with that to come together and then take action. And just like in Burning Man, you know, what was disheartening was how many people were burners at the burn and that's it. 
beyond yeah. Burning Man. They couldn't take that next step. They couldn't apply that in their daily life with where they were. It was just, this is a vacation from reality. This isn't reality. This is what it is. But our yeah. reality is what we make it. And if we're ascending our consciousness in any capacity or moving to a new dimension, it's created through our own connection with ourselves, our own mind, and, and God in that way. And you'll be living in a new dimension in the same planet through what yeah. you are intending and how you're connecting. So that's just my thoughts and all that. And I just want to thank you both for coming on. And Carlos, thank you so much for your work. And, and I'm so excited to meet you in Guatemala. And, and um, you're always welcome back on the show. And, and um, Amaya, thank you so much for having the courage and dedication to put all this together. I, I am very well aware of the risk, how much effort it is, how much of a pain in the butt it is, um, how much a leap of faith it is. So thank you for your tireless work because I know you're just you're doing it and and thank you. I'm just grateful for both of you. Thank, thank you. you and thank we're you grateful for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you both of you. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos. I'll see you soon. Okay, we are. <laughs> okay, okay. Matt. We'll see you. Okay, take care, guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Carlos Barrios. I had to get him back on the podcast, um, so we have another episode with him coming up. Um, Amaya is also amazing. He's, he's done such a great job organizing this festival. The Mayan Heart Festival is coming up uh, the 20th of December, so if you want to get real quick and come to Guatemala, then it should be interesting. Uh, this ceremony is really profound, and I also learned that 200,000, as, as you did in this podcast, um, indigenous people were murdered, and, and now they're basically going to be allowed to do their ceremony again once again in Tikal. So it's an important date in the Mayan calendar. Um, this is an important part of human history. You don't need the Mayan calendar or elders to tell you that. You just need to kind of look around a little bit. And um, I think that world change starts with each individual and then uh, community. So, you know, do your best to get out of your own illusions. You know, you know, um, I like Buddhism where it's just like right speech, right action, right livelihood, all those different things. Just being a little conscious and a little bit aware of what you're doing and the impact you're having. So thank you everyone who's been supporting the show. Um, if you want to support, please, you know, share screenshots on Instagram and tag me in it. Um, you can share episodes on the blog. If you write a blog, write about the podcast, just anything to get the word out there because podcast or iTunes has really screwed me lately. And, um, so yeah, I don't, it's, I don't know what's going on there, but, um, um, getting it shared on social would really, really help. So, um, yeah, so there's that also in 2016, I'm going to be doing, uh, I'm going to put a together some coaching groups um, and some interesting stuff so lots of amazing stuff is going to come down the pipeline and uh, and I think that's it um, just again support David Lombear Senate Pass right now we're going to do a crowdfunding to create a resonator and if he's telling the truth a four foot tall one will power your house forever and he says it's not free energy he talked about this at Disclosure Fest um, he's talked about this many times in the podcast and I think he just needs 10 grand in 6 months to put um, a prototype together but with this same technology from the ancient copper scrolls he has put a balloon into space uh, he has built a sun house which created huge um, a, like tomatoes triple the size I guess and then people were like oh my god like this technology works uh, he's created a 3 pole magnet um, what else has he created? He created a bunch of stuff, but everything. Oh yeah, the biodome in North Carolina, for frig's sakes. So there's a lot of stuff. That biodome, when that's up, everybody like he's talking about, you know, these spaces like EMF. It's like that on steroids. Um, creates an inverse magnetic field that can do 200 miles. So I'm curious about this stuff, and everything that he's built so far has worked. 
So, you know, if we can get a four foot tall device that will power our homes, um, you know, and any of you investors out there um, that want to help it, you know, the elders said it has to be for all people. And so just have a look at it. I can send you some documents, uh, listen to the podcast, see if he's, you know, if you think he's not full of, full of crap, um, then 10 people with a thousand bucks or whatever we're going to be doing a crowdfunding campaign so uh, hopefully we'll be able to get enough funds to have him work on that um, and pay for his travels and things like that because he's still not in the greatest spot so anyway i'm rambling because there's been a lot of stuff going on Um, like i said i had a gun pointed at my face for the first time ever so that was a bit humbling that was uh yesterday so i'm writing an article about it now you can check that out at mattbelair.com um, I'll put it on Facebook and you'll, there'll be the article there. I'll probably do a little sound podcast about it too. Um, but yeah, so a lot of shit has happened. I'm still alive and that's good. Um, so I just appreciate you. I hope that wherever you are in the world that you're doing well. Um, having your time and attention is something I don't take for granted. I'm very grateful for you and I hope that um, these this content in the show can help you in your life and, and, and have you feel better. Oh yeah, shit, I forgot the act of, acts of kindness. So the best way you can support the show is by doing an act of kindness today. If you listen to a show, I'm taxing you one kind act today. So you better not be listening to my shows and not doing one kind act. You better be at least holding one door open, at least saying one compliment, at least um, picking up one piece of trash, at least saying a kind word, at least listening to someone once per day, once per episode. But even better is taking the kindness challenge. Let's make kindness go viral. Three kind acts a day. Um, Just hashtag kindness challenge. Let me know you're taking it. Three kind acts. Go out of your way to do it and um, don't expect anything in return and let's and then let's tag three friends. Let's let's make that go viral. Of all the bullshit that goes viral, why can't it be kindness? So let's do that together as a team. And if we could do that for the podcast, then I think that is a major, major accomplishment and would be proud to know that that's the ripple going out in action. Spirituality has to be action. It can't be just meditating in a room where everything's perfect and there's no um, challenges. Life is challenging. But if we can go forward and, and make other people's life a little bit better Um, that's really what it's all about because we are in the mystery we don't know you know that's the whole thing we have really no idea what the heck is going on Um, so if we can be intentional with what we want to create if we can be kind to others if we can um, just make the world a little bit better for those around us I think we're doing okay so that's it Um, you know go over to mattbelair.com check out Zen Athlete book Christmas is coming up if you haven't bought it yet get it it's a great gift it's a guide to self-mastery you don't need to be an athlete um but love it when business people get it because they um they really level up massively because it's something that they're not taught they read all the business books but they never read about mindset and it's just a huge level up so yeah check it out for christmas tag me i don't even know what i'm talking about i'm just saying nothing because i'm in a hostel in guatemala and i uh, got a lot of planning to do heading to the mayan heart tomorrow morning another big travel so Tons of love and appreciation. Check out uh, Instagram, Facebook if you want to keep up to date in the stories. Have an amazing day. And before we close out, let's just take in a deep breath together. So wherever you are in the world, just stop whatever you're doing. Taking a deep breath into your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries of the day. Take in one more deep breath into your nose. Hold that breath. Focus on your heart. Just feeling love and compassion for yourself, love and compassion for others, letting that breath out slowly, feeling even more relaxed, and taking one more deep breath in through the nose while focusing on the heart. Just sitting out with love, kindness, and gratitude to all beings on the planet. Love and kindness and gratitude to yourself and a declaration of peace 
for yourself and for all of humanity and for all sentient beings. And uh, there's going to be a global synchronized meditation on the 21st through unify.org. So get involved wherever you are in the world. Support, share, all of my love. Have an amazing day and we'll see you in the next episode.